What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Football right around the corner. And uh, football's a tough sport to bet. You know, the NFL, college football, it's really hard to win long term. But what if I told you, you could have a chance to not necessarily get rich betting football long term, but not lose any money? Would you be interested? Because I have a place right now that will allow that to happen. BetterEdge.com. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, like sports better, BetterEdge.com. The reason why you cannot expect to lose anything long term is because BetterEdge doesn't charge a VIG. So speaking in just in terms of math, the reason you lose money or most people lose money is because most people go right around 50% in their lifetime of betting sports. Well, if you're paying a VIG, then every time you win... If you're a $100 better, every time you win, you get paid 100 bucks. But every time you lose, you pay the sports books $110. Okay, that transaction over the course of your lifetime, you're going to lose a lot of money on that VIG. Well, if you get rid of the VIG and now every time you win, you're getting paid 100 and every time you lose, you're paying 100, you're going to go 50% lifetime. Most people do. And if you're not paying a VIG, your net losses are expected to be zero. So if your wife's mad, girlfriend's mad, you've been betting too much, losing money to your friends, don't worry. Better Edge can help you out by making more and losing less. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. Online, betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Today is Football Friday, August 6th. Like I said, appreciate you guys listening in to the Sharp Angle. You got any plans this weekend? You got some stuff you're going to do? Going out, staying in. I'm personally probably going to be in. There's some soccer start this weekend. Some soccer. The English Championship is finally underway. And actually, on that note, yesterday we did a full, a long show about the Premier League, this full deep dive, and there's some issue with the audio. And so we were going to post it last night, and then we tried to fix it, tried to, again, post it this morning. So something's wrong with that. So unfortunately, I'm not sure if we're going to have that Premier League deep dive preview Um, But if you are a soccer fan and you do like soccer games, stay tuned this weekend. We're going to get into things. We're going to start giving some soccer games out. And it's that time of the season for us to get back into that mode. So just want to let everyone know from yesterday's show, unfortunately, that deep dive podcast likely not going to go up because of audio issues. But uh, if you like the Premier League and soccer, stay tuned next week, next several weeks. Well, really, for the next couple months, we'll be talking a lot of soccer on either Tuesdays or Thursdays, certainly on the weekends with our quick picks. But today is Football Friday, not Football Friday, Football Friday. We're talking some college football. Uh, If you are a college football fan and you're looking for more college football content, especially with sports betting, I would check out this podcast called College Football Tailgate. It's part of the Woos Media Podcast Network, as are we, but uh, I think they do a great job. They talk uh, sports betting, college football, lines, all that kind of stuff. So College Football Tailgate every single week on your favorite podcast player. But we will talk some college football today. Now, we're going to go over the obvious, the best teams in every conference who who we're expecting to win it, but we'll also have some underrated teams and overrated teams before the season starts. So let's start off with the obvious stuff, the best team in each conference. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point where this is such an easy question to answer. And I think this is one of the problems with college football and the NBA. 
It's like every year, you know, it's going to, it doesn't matter what goes on. Every year, it's going to come down to a handful of teams that we can predetermine before the season even starts. Next year in basketball, you know it's going to come down to the Lakers, the Mavericks, maybe the Nuggets in the West, and in the East, the pretty much uh, Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Like We know that before the season even starts. If you play for the Orlando Magic, it's pretty much guaranteed you're not going to win a title. Same thing in college football. If you play for the Nevada Wolfpack... Here's the shitty thing. Is our example in the NBA, if you play for Orlando and go undefeated, well, of course you're going to be in the playoffs. You're going to be the number one seed. Nevada in college basketball or college football, excuse me, could go undefeated and not even make the playoffs. Now with the extended 12 teams, they likely will, but this is a sport that's needed change for a long time. And the idea that we can say, yeah, yeah, Everyone should know the best team in each conference. It's just I don't like where the sport is right now. But as a gambler, you do appreciate the predictability. So let's go through quickly. SEC, obviously Alabama. Big 10, Ohio State. ACC, say it with me. Clemson, Big 12, OU. And that's not going to be the Big 12's representative much longer, but uh, this year it is. And then, so with the first four, Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, OU. Big surprise. But the fifth team from the Pac-12, many of you may have thought I was going to say USC, when in fact, I'm going Washington. I believe this year, if there is, if there is one team who's going to put together a great season, emerge from the Pac-12 and make it into the playoffs, I think it's going to be Washington, not USC. This team has flown under the radar for a couple years, but man, with the recruiting class, with the recruiting classes they put together the last couple years, the returning talent, I mean, this is going to be, I think, quickly identified as the best team in the Pac-12, and we're talking about it now. So how do we get after this? Because there's not a lot of great prices for futures bets. Not You don't want to take Washington to win the national championship, right? That's not a great value either. So really, unless you have a good futures book, which there's not many out there, the way we want to attack this with Washington is simply betting on them early in the season before the market catches up. Now, we don't want to blindly bet on Washington. We don't ever want to blindly bet on anything. But when we see Washington the first couple weeks, we think they're underrated and we think the market is going to be slow to react. How slow? Time will tell. We're not going to predict that. But the point is, there are certain ways to, to attack opinions or angles. Sometimes it's in the futures market. Here, it's going to have to be more of a game-by-game basis. But I do believe Washington is the best team in the Pac-12. All right, let's get to some overrated and underrated teams. Let's start off with the overrated. These teams are right now, and let's be careful, because when you're a sports better, overrated doesn't mean they're in the top 10. Overrated simply means whatever the market is looking at this team as, they're looked at as being too good. And I'll start off with Nebraska, because Nebraska, they're not looked at as being even a top 30 team. So you may say, how can they be overvalued? You know, the market has them, you know, about 50th, and blah, blah, blah. The reason we have them overvalued is because simply we think they should be far lower than the market has them. And a lot of people think Nebraska, with their recruiting class, with Scott Frost, is going to have a big bounce back year. And I think they're going to have a decent season, but not nearly what the sports books are saying. I've seen over-unders around eight and a half or nine for Nebraska. So Nebraska right now, overvalued. They're going to have a tough time. I think they're going to have a very, very tough time. They're seven-point favorites in their first game against who is it 
I can't remember off the top of my head, but my my the point is, you look at these Nebraska lines, and it's like, wow, I really disagree with the market on Nebraska. So I think Nebraska is really overrated. Same thing with North Carolina coming out of the ACC, and I think this is all about what we saw last couple of seasons and Mac Brown. The only issue is. If you think Mac Brown can put together something year after year, build this program, get these recruits, that's one thing. But we see every single year, there's about 10 to 20 teams every year who put together an above average or compared to expectation above average season. So UNC, I know they've been surprising people. And I know that before two seasons ago, it's like, yeah, UNC, Mac Brown, low expectations. But now with these high expectations to keep it going is such a different thing. So North Carolina, I'm not saying they're going to lose all their games. I'm not saying they're going to go six and six. Be very careful with this. All I'm saying is that North Carolina, I have rated a little bit behind where the market does. And my third and final overrated team, this should come to no surprise for those of you who have been listening to me for a while, Iowa State. I think Iowa State is a good team, not great. I think Matt Campbell is a good coach, not great. And it's just going to be funny. I'm going to be laughing, laughing, laughing. When, all, when they have a really bad loss and everyone's going, what happened? How did Iowa State lose that game? This is supposed to be... No, I mean, we have likely will have predicted it for a while. Not a big believer in Iowa State. Not a big believer in Matt Campbell. I think they are one of the most overrated teams in the entire country. Not just because of what I've said before and the intrinsic overrated value, but a lot of people nationally think Ohio State... Or excuse me think Iowa State should be a top 10 team. And to me, it's like, what? Huh? Are we watching the same game? But that's why you bet. That's why betting exists. Hey, if you disagree, if you think it's one way, put your money up. We'll see what happens. Iowa State, though, I think is very overvalued. And finally, my underrated teams, my undervalued teams. I've got three of them, and I already mentioned Washington. I think Washington is right now a top 10 team. They're not looked at as being so. It's not going to take long. They're going to look very good, non-conference, Pac-12. And I think they actually open up with, is it Michigan? I think Washington's got Michigan this year. And they don't have an easy schedule by any means. But mark my words, Washington Huskies, are a very underrated and will be the best team in the Pac-12. In the SEC, I think Ole Miss is underrated, and I think their offense is going to be very, very explosive this season. Now, if I had more faith in Ole Miss's defense, one way to attack this would be to bet Ole Miss. Uh, who is? Uh, let me look it up. It was an, a Heisman Trophy. Here it is. It's uh. Matt Corral. Matt Corral is currently 16 to 1 to win the Heisman. If you think Ole Miss has a really good defense and can put together a 9 and 3, 10 and 2 season, I think at 16 to 1, that's massive value on Matt Corral, their quarterback. However, I don't think that's the case. I think that they're going to, you know, come up against the ACC. There's going to be some games where they stumble, but Lane Kiffin has done a great job putting together a, a, a staff getting recruits in there. And I really think Ole Miss this year going to surprise some people <coughs> from the get-go. Excuse me. Now, this, again, doesn't mean we bet Ole Miss to win the SEC or the championship or anything like that. But I was giving the Heisman example as another way to attack these opinions or attack these angles. It's not always just, okay, they're good. Let's look to bet them. There's other ways to other derivative markets or related markets to bet into these ideas. But uh, Ole Miss, I think they are very underrated to start the season.
And finally, my underrated team from the ACC is going to be Florida State. Florida State, questionable, bad couple years. I mean, they have really gone away, and they were a powerhouse for years and decades. And then like that, they get Jimbo Fisher, flounder a little bit. He takes off for A&M, and they haven't been the same since. So Florida State, new coach, great recruits. They got um, McKenzie Milton in there coming in to play quarterback. I think Florida State has a lot to prove, and they've finally got the staff and players to do so. So you look at all these teams in the ACC, obviously Clemson should be the favorite. But if there's a team that's going to give them some trouble, it may be Florida State this year. And keep in mind... When I say UNC is overrated and Florida State's underrated, that doesn't mean Florida State's better than UNC. That just means based on where they currently are in the market, I disagree with their rankings. But uh, it's early. It's early August, August 6th to be exact. And there's a lot that could change between now and the start of the season. So stay tuned. Listen every Friday. Listen during the weekends for our picks. And we'll make sure when college football starts, we're all ready to go. So, all right. Thanks for listening today to The Sharp Angle. No matter what you guys have going on today, tonight, hope you cash some winners. I know there's a lot to bet on right now, right? Like I said, soccer starting back up. Got some uh, baseball tonight. The Olympics are wrapping up. So whatever you guys have, good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.